Hello, everybody. Hi. It's episode six. Yeah. The pod people. Yeah, the pod people. I can't believe we made it to six. I know. Crazy. I'm amazed that this hasn't broken down. <laughs> We're here. We made it this far. That's true. Already come to blows I think three we, times during yeah. pre-production. I think we said this last episode too. So. Oh, did we? So fine. Man, we just every episode is a blessing. We're just going over our old stuff. Like that's our shtick. We're like, we can't think of anything new and creative. Hey, why don't we complain? Oh, there we go. <laughs> there you go. Hearts right. and minds. That's what gets us motivated. Though, so. Want to do the uh, figures, the facts, and the figures? Yes. So today we watched. Notorious B.I.G. We no, watched Big. We, didn't. Oh, we okay. just watched Big. We just Tom watched Hanks. Big. I'm sorry. That's a yeah. Different. Yeah. Different, different thing. Yeah, that was a movie, though. Yeah. They made a movie about just, it. Just they Big. Starring, it's a good one. Yeah. Starring Tom Hanks. Yes, yeah. facts and figures, please. All right. So it was released June 3rd, 1988. It had a budget of $18 million, And in the U.S., it grossed 114 almost $115 million, And then worldwide, $151 million. It's really good. Tom Hanks makes money. Tom Hanks does make money. He goes into the movie, like, and people are going to throw down stacks of cash to watch him. But you know you know who makes good movies? At least for a while? The director was uh, Penny Marshall. Yeah. And she made the movie uh, Awakenings, which was uh, a Robert De Niro, um, Robin Williams film. Oh, yeah? It's very popular oh. about uh, experiments done by Oliver Sacks. It's very iconic. Maybe we'll do it someday. Yeah, it's I, really I haven't even seen it. She also did uh, League of Their Own. Okay, that's a fun movie. And then Tom later... <laughs> oh, yeah. I haven't seen a League of Their Own. Oh, that's fun. I've just heard he's in it. Yeah. And then uh, later, in her crowning achievement, she did uh, the Danny DeVito film Renaissance Man. Oh, well, there so. you go. <laughs> was this one, like, was Tom Hanks already... This is 88. Yeah, he was 88. Yeah, he's, he's been on the scene. You know what's a weird one? Here's one that will blow your mind. So, Ron Howard's directorial debut and Tom Hanks' first one, like, big screen movie. Mm-hmm. It's the same movie. And it's Splash, of all things. I should see Splash. <laughs> Isn't that funny, though? Yeah. It's, like, such a random movie. <laughs> that was when they first. Yeah, that was Ron Howard's directorial debut, and it's Tom Hanks' first, like, big movie. Wow. And stars were born. Yeah. Forged, maybe. <laughs> However you want to put it. Same idea. <laughs> all right so um we we start off with josh playing kind of like a, a, a king's quest type thing yeah he's playing like some little computer game he, he's playing it's it's interesting it's half one of those text adventures like maybe like yeah. a like a mist but then it's it's also an old graphics thing I, i'm pretty sure they formulated it for this film because it's it's kind of odd yeah so josh it's, is like well that we we hear them uh, his mom calling him. That's how we know. It's yeah, he's like a little boy. he's clicking away, and then we're we're treated to a little little montage of him doing kid stuff. You know, he's just he's going around the park, hanging chilling out, out. Yeah, hanging out with his buddy Billy. Hanging out with his buddy Billy, who's, who's oh, he's the best. He's my favorite character. Right? Oh, I didn't look up who Billy was. Dude, he's like the most grown up. I know. Oh man, Billy Billy's fantastic. He's we'll, the man. More on Billy. So he's he's just kind of doing kid stuff, hanging out, riding bikes, doing little songs, playing, playing a little ball, ball. Yeah. yeah, just you know, chilling. Around thirteen years old. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he's he's twelve now. He will be thirteen. Yeah. Because his birthday. So you know, he's a kid. Yeah. <laughs> his parents are in charge. He doesn't have much. He has to deal with his baby sister and with uh, Cynthia. Yeah. You know, she looks like a 1980s Barbie. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, she's she's got a, I don't even know what that's called. I don't know. That hairstyle. Basically, she's got 80s hair. Yeah, it's like up. 
in like a ponytail that's like kind of off to the side it's more hair than would be in a ponytail it's kind of just bunched up and then falling off we're not really fashion people no No. No. something queen amidala would have when she was 12 yeah my head shaved i don't know anything about hair i I can really see the swastika (laughs) oh man (laughs) that's fucked up that's just fucked up (laughs) so so um josh and his family go to the fair you know fun times and uh josh sees cynthia in line for uh for a roller coaster yeah he tries to impress her, get on the roller coaster, but uh, she's got a dude with him who drives. Oh, it's yeah. even funnier than that, though, because she's like, are you here alone? And he's like, yeah, I'm here alone. And then she's like, aren't those your parents? <laughs> and they're all like, hi, Josh. Hey, Josh. <laughs> Pictures being taken, they're waving, you know, way longer than necessary. I'd say it looks totally fake and staged because no parents would be that embarrassing, oh, but we on. all know that's not true. <laughs> yeah, they everybody, are. Everybody's it, got those parents. Yeah. <laughs> It's they they look like they're tourists at Disneyland. It's terrible. <laughs> but um, Josh isn't tall enough to get onto the roller coaster. No, he's not. No, he's just he's too short. Yeah, it happens, man. Yeah. I mean, not to you. You were like eight feet tall, like at twelve. It's but true. The rest of us went. <laughs> I, I don't know how I shrunk to this lowly, slightly above six foot, but you know, <laughs> puberty was very interesting for me. So we, uh, it's a pituitary gland thing. <laughs> you got too tall and then the Gary Coleman thing happened but you're already tall enough so it didn't knock you like, way right. down yeah. I am the world's tallest dwarf to this day <laughs> or the world's shortest giant let the audience decide so um, so he he looks around at the fair he's, he's depressed it looks like he's gonna cry it's yeah, adorable well, super embarrassing yeah you know. and then he sees it off in the corner he sees Zoltar. Yeah. It's like a, it's a fortune telling machine, yeah. old timey one. You know, you put in a nickel, you get a card. But it's actually a quarter. Well, no, I mean, <laughs> you know, the old ones you put in a nickel, and it, it, it's like kind of animatronic a little bit. It's bobbing up and down with its mouth open, yeah. red eyes, kind of a turban thing on. You know, some messed up part. If it was now, it'd be a dollar. You know, because yeah, a dollar. yeah, 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 right. Well, hey, for a dollar, if I could be Tom Hanks. That's you know. true. That's small price to pay. Yeah, definitely. That's Where's the being John Malkovich of Tom Hanks? There's a movie oh, there. Oh, man. <laughs> I don't know. We will look for it. You know, that's, that's something we should get on before it's too late. <laughs> I like it. He'd probably be in, too. He seems like a cool guy. Yeah, he might go for it. You know, he's he's been, he's been you know, flexing, doing all those, you know, really good movies. It's time yeah. for him to lower the bar a little bit. Well, that was Toy Story 3. <laughs> Toy Story 3 was a masterpiece. Just had to say it. <laughs> we'll see about 4 if that ever is the thing. I don't want them to do it. It ended perfectly. Pitch perfect. Mm-hmm. Also, um, a lot of fun. I, I know this is terrible to anybody listening. When this podcast ends, remind me to tell you about Andy's dad. Oh, the yeah. The real, true story of Andy's dad. Oh, man. Yes. I need 100% this. legit. All right. Man. After the mic goes off. Yeah, of course. So, um... So he gets the Zoltar, and it has kind of a quarter slot, and you have to time it to fall in, in Zoltar's mouth that's going slowly open and close. And at this point, you know, I'm thinking it's Pennywise in disguise, because it is really creepy. <laughs> oh, my. That was pretty good, though. It's not right. <laughs> <laughs> so he, he lands it, lands it right there, 
portal rolls into Zoltar's mouth, and his it says he gets a card that his wish is granted. What is his wish? Wishes to be big. Yeah. That's all he says. Yeah. So embarrassed in front of Cynthia. Yeah, man. Because so, he wasn't tall enough. So he, yeah, tall. he wants to be tall. So he goes home that night, and uh, the next morning he wakes up and he's got man legs. Oh yeah, man. Zoltar turned him not only into a man but into Tom Hanks. That's pretty high. That's oh pretty yeah. High on the man you could be. Yeah, you know, Zoltar helped him out. Zoltar, you know, Zoltar, he's he's not doing the whole you know monkey's paw thing. He's giving you exactly yeah. what you asked for. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. So, um, so Tom Tom Hanks, he's he's dancing around. He's trying to figure out what's up. He goes to the bathroom. <laughs> his mom's yelling at him from downstairs, telling him to do this or that or the other thing. And while he's in the bathroom, he looks at himself in the mirror. And he kind of shrugs it off that he's still not awake. And <laughs> then he wakes up and he checks himself out in the mirror and freaks out and does the whole, you know, song and dance. Same old story. He goes back into his room. His mom's yelling at him, come down, eat breakfast, you know, all the kinds of junk. He's dancing around. He tries to put his pants on. All of his clothes are ripping. He's bouncing all around the wall. He's falling down. He sneaks into his dad's house, steals his dad's clothes, his dad's room. Steals his dad clothes. The whole thing's this house. <laughs> and then what he does is he just slides his sister out across on her little toy on the floor and runs out the front door. Yeah. So his, his mom doesn't have to see that he's big, you know, not to freak her out. He jumps on his bike and starts riding away. Yep. Then he comes back. Well, he goes to the fairgrounds. That's right. He, he goes to the fairgrounds to try to find Zoltar. It's empty. He goes back. His mom freaks out because, you know, a dude comes through her, yeah. like, you know. Grown man, like. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You know, Tom Hanks was pretty big. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, man, Tom, was... Tom Hanks was a large star at the time, but, you know, maybe not a household name. <laughs> so, you know, she sees Tom Hanks, she freaks out, and it's a great scene. Because Tom Hanks runs in, and mom freaks out. Then he's like, oh, and he runs back out and wipes his shoes. He yeah. comes back in. It's a great little thing, because, yeah, you know, it's probably the shit. Yeah. So, anyway, after a while, it gets creepier and creepier. The mom gets more and more freaked out. She throws the purse at him. Take the money. Take the money. Tom Hanks tries to show her his birthmark, but, you know, he just takes his pants off, and the mom grabs a knife and starts yelling at him. And Human misery is hilarious, you know. Yeah. We, we laugh at her pain, you know, at the idea of a mother torn from her child and threatened by a man intruding into her home. It's hilarious. Yeah. So, it is a really funny scene, but there's no, nothing funny about yeah, it. Yeah, no, I know, yeah. <laughs> it's funny for us. Yeah. It's not funny for her. Yeah. So, Tom Hanks is essentially homeless now. He's, he's running around, he doesn't know what to do, and then he decides to go get Billy. Yeah, man. So, Billy has shown himself to be rather resourceful up to this point. He's got the inside track, the inside connection. He seems... She just seems like a smart kid. He's got it figured out. He's the T.J. Detweiler of this movie. Yeah. A good man to have on retainer. Exactly. Yeah. If if you have a TJ in your life, do not squander him. Yeah, that's a very good point. So um, yeah. Billy is just getting trashed in basketball. He gets pelted by dodgeballs. It's this yeah, is that he's in gym class. Yeah, he's in gym class, and uh, Tom Hanks hides around a corner, waiting for him, you know, to to come in. So he's when he's putting all the balls away, Tom Hanks jumps up and says, "Hi, I'm Tom Hanks." Yeah. U.S. government's lost all of their credibility, so they're borrowing some of mine. No, um, so, kid freaks out because Tom Hanks is assaulting him. Or Tom Hanks is just standing there, and he's 
this kid's a good actor. He's crying. Yeah. He's like against the wall. You know, tears are flowing, and Tom Hanks comes up with the idea. Oh, we gotta do the song. You yeah. know, only I know this song. It's like a shimmy, shimmy, coco with all kinds of things and moves, and and the kid buys it. You know, this I is. What do you gotta learn it, man? This is this is how you get kids into your ice cream truck. You just gotta know their dances. Yeah, their little <laughs> secret handshakes. That's right. <laughs> yeah. And you too can convince them that you're an older version of one of their friends. <laughs> don't try that at home, kids. Yeah, no. Absolutely. Or adults, don't, don't do that. Nobody. <laughs> Definitely don't. Just do anybody. not listen to me. Don't yeah. try that anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Luring children Pied Piper style into your ice cream <laughs> truck is wrong. Yes. Okay, so the lawyers happy. Yeah, the lawyers. Okay, the lawyers are happy. Okay, let's okay, move on. Stick it to the man. Yeah. So um. So. This kid sneaks past the police. Billy goes into his house, gets a whole bag of shit, sneaks past the police uh, at uh, Josh's house. Yeah. And Doc starts barking at him. He's like, shut up! <laughs> Gives Tom Hanks his care package, which is, like, you know, got clothes. Yeah, He's got some emergency money, because, you know, it's an emergency. Yeah. They drive to the big city, and they go to a flop house. Well, no, they go to the St. James Hotel, because Billy says, it's religious. <laughs> That's right. Which is such kid rationale, right? <laughs> so they go to the St. James Hotel, which I think is the uh, same place that um, Eddie Murphy and Arsenio Hall stayed in coming to America. It's just a dump. Yeah. You know, it's really bad. And Tom Hanks is here. Billy leaves because he's got to be home by 10. Yeah, man. So, and, he, and before Billy leaves in this really crummy looking apartment, he says... You'd better use the chain. <laughs> Referring to the chain on the door. Yeah, Which is so great. Yeah, it's, um, you know, so Tom Hanks locks the door and there's gunshots outside. He yeah. double locks it and then someone's yelling in Spanish and, you know, Tom Hanks is a racist. So he puts his, you know, the, the shelf up against the wall. Nobody's getting through. Um, yeah. And that's his night. And then he goes into bed and starts crying because, you know, he's an adult and he's lonely. It'd be terrifying. Which is where Billy swoops in again the next day. Yeah, because they're going to try to track down his Zoltar machine. Yeah. To unfuck this situation. That's right. So, so Billy comes in again, and he they go to like they go to a couple different arcades. Nobody nobody has a Zoltar. Mm -hmm. After striking out everywhere, they go to City Hall. It looks like. Yeah. And they ask for a requisition form, and they're given one. They got to fill it out in triplicate, and they'll get results in six weeks. He's like the Department of Public Affairs, is I think what the actual title was. Of yeah. The... So you know, terrible place. <laughs> Never go there. Um, yeah. That's so <laughs> so they find out it'll be six weeks. So they get a they have to get uh, yeah. Josh a job. So he has to make six weeks, man. Yeah. He's gotta he's gotta survive six weeks being big. So. Mm -hmm. They're looking through newspapers and goofing around like kids in a diner. Ha, ha, ha you know, yeah. spit out a cherry. Well, it's great because Tom Hanks is an adult, so everyone's like, what the hell is wrong with this guy? Most of the humor <laughs> in this film is found from, like, he's an adult doing kid stuff. Yeah. Which, it wouldn't work if it wasn't Tom Hanks. Because he, he does it with such childlike glee. Yeah. You buy it. There's only... Tom Hanks would be pretty good. Yeah. So... So they're going through the newspaper and they find, oh, there's a job, you know, with computers. I'm good with computers. I play video games. And he goes and he, he sits in the interview thing and uh, he makes up a social security number. Fraud, by the way. And uh, they try to cheat off of someone else's resume. Which is hilarious. Yeah. 
goes in, does the interview, and uh, he gets the job because somebody else is dropping the ball and it's terrible. And he just basically, through a series of misunderstandings, convinces the yeah. interviewer that he's completely qualified for the job. Yeah. He gets hired. He starts. He's you know at his computer desk. It's like data entry stuff yeah. for a toy company. Yeah. Meanwhile, I I didn't see this coming. Um, his the guy in the uh, it's not quite a cubicle, but, but the, the person next to him, the yeah. desk next to him, is John Lovitz, <laughs> the critic himself, Mister It Stinks. <laughs> it stinks. Um, if you haven't seen the critic. Um, your life is a black hole, and no matter how fulfilled you are, um, how many significant others you've accrued, how happy you are, how many children you can feed, it's it's all meaningless because you haven't seen The Critic. Yeah, man. Which, actually, this film was uh, one of the um, executive producers was um, James L. Brooks of, uh, you know, the, the um, Gracie Productions who do The Simpsons and... Uh, whatnot and he was also an executive producer on the critic so i wonder if that's how john lovitz got the the hookup yeah could be man to do big or actually no this big took place before the critic so, so maybe big got him maybe critic. big got him the critic there you go man anyway john john lovitz in almost everything he's in except for the critic where you don't see his face and it's just his voice it's an animated uh it's an animated thing he always plays like the biggest slime ball. <laughs> he's he's just like this this greasy, yucky. He's a poor man's almost like I don't want to say like almost any role. Danny DeVito's almost like done. Like if you can't afford Danny DeVito, you gotta settle for for John Lovitz, <laughs> which is really harsh because I really love John Lovitz. <laughs> yeah, he's great. Everything he's in, I think he just does what he needs to do, pitch perfectly. But he he always plays like a greasy slime ball guy. Yeah. And uh, I just bring it up. He's he's not really a big part of the movie. He's got like two, three scenes. Um, he doesn't do much, but I love him, and he's here. So now yeah, you man. know. Yeah. <laughs> so Billy doesn't really know what he's doing. He's running around. He bumps into the... Josh. I'm Billy's sorry. his friend. Yeah, I'm sorry. Josh, Tom Hanks. Yes. He, he does Billy's the kid's name. You know, Billy is the name for a kid for me, so it's just yeah. kind of... Well, I'm with you, but I'm, yeah, that's why I'm here. Yeah, because we watched It. Yeah, Billy Boy. <laughs> oh man, good times. But yeah, so he's running he around. Trusts his fists against <laughs> the posts and still insists it sees the ghosts. Oh goodness, man. <laughs> I can't even. I'm just like I'm broken now. <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah. So, so Josh is running down the hall and he bumps into the boss. Yeah. The boss is played by Robert Logia, and I don't know if I'm pronouncing that last name right, but you probably have seen him at some point. He's uh, he's done a lot of work over the years. He's uh, he got an Academy Award in The Jagged Edge. He's he's all over the place. Um, Man, he really researched for this one. The <laughs> only thing, well, I like I, like when I was watching this, there was a lot of people that I just vaguely knew, and yeah. I felt like I deserved to look them up because they're really good. The only thing I can think of the top of my head that I actually knew he was in was uh, he's the he's the the main general in Independence Day, and he's uh, he's also the voice of Sykes in the Disney Oliver and Company. <laughs> So if you know who that is, you can get a good picture of him. And he plays 
how would I, how would you describe him? He's fun. You're the boss. Yeah, he's super. Nice. Fun. The boss is. He's, he's like a guy you would hope that would work at like a toy company. Yeah, he's he's not into the sales sheets or the yeah. projections. That's his intro. He's walking down the hall yeah. briskly, telling people that like, what does any of this mean? You know, is the toy fun? Yeah, that's all he cares about he's like, going how down the kids feel. Yeah. And he smacks right into Tom Hanks, yeah. and um, and then they they talk for a little bit. They get a little bit of an introduction, and then they they part ways. Um. Meanwhile, you know, Tom Hanks is kind of keeping his head down, but uh, I think, uh, boy, I really got lost in these. Yeah, there we go. He calls his mom. <laughs> he calls his mom to um, at work, you know, to tell her that he's okay. Yeah. And as he's telling her that, he realizes that his mom thinks that him, adult him has kidnapped child him, which yeah. is a... Which is a fair assumption because your kid disappears the same day there's a random weird guy in your house. Yeah. You know, fair enough. So he, he, um, Josh plays along and he says, oh, he's fine. You know, he's okay. And I was like, I want to talk to him. And he's like, well, is there anything that you could ask to like, you know, know he's okay? And she says, what's the song that I sang him when I was a kid? And he looks around for a while, but eventually he gives in and starts singing memories over the phone. So... This, this is really well done. So you got Tom Hanks. He's on the phone. He's he's mumbling memories. Memories, like the corners of my mind. Meanwhile, the mom is bawling. Oh, she's she's crying once again. Weird. Human misery. Yeah. Hilarious. It's and, the best. But meanwhile, we have Tom Hanks trying to keep this on the down low, and John Lovitz is just staring at him like, "What are you doing?" Yeah. <laughs> memories. So Man. that song is supposed to make you think of the, you know, the movie The Way We Were uh-huh. with uh, Robert Redford and, uh, oh boy, I can't, Barbara Streisand. Can't remember, couldn't remember Barbara Streisand for example. Something wrong with me. Seriously, yeah, you yourself checked out. All I can think of when I hear that song is uh, Naked Gun Two and a Half. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I like Naked Gun. There's a there's a shower scene. There's a woman in the shower and she's singing memories and there's an assassin there who's nah. trying to kill her. She's in there singing that song, and the assassin hears it, and it kind of takes him away. And he starts singing it with her very quietly. He's like, <laughs> it's a corn. And he's like, he's got tears in his eyes. He's screwing on the silencer the way we were. And, and she starts hearing him, and he, and he just belts it up. It was all so simple then. That's on a way different tangent. Yeah, but man. It got out there. But anyway, so it's, it's, a, it's a cute scene. It, it's funny. Human misery and, and uh, John Lovitz goes so well together. <laughs> and uh, payday comes. Yeah. And Tom Hanks gets a check for $187. Pretty good day. Which is more money than he's ever seen. This is this is 1988 money, so that's like 300 bucks. <laughs> I don't know what inflation. I don't is, know. But man. It's probably like 250. Yeah. In all honesty. Yeah. It's pretty sweet deal. Well, that. let's see. That was that was 30 years ago. Really? Yeah. <laughs> the, like yeah. 1988 was 30 years ago. Man. So you know, two percent inflation a year. It's, yeah. Yeah. You know. So anyway. 30 years ago. Not too bad. That's crazy, man. Not that crazy. But, all right. So, um... Math. Math's fun. Yeah. So, um... 
now Tom Hanks has swole pockets, and he's just buying jumpers. Yeah, him and Billy are going yeah. shit. <laughs> Which is great because they could have shot like a spending spree, and it would have been fine and dumb. But they they skipped that. They're just in his yeah. crappy hotel eating junk food, and it's perfect. You know, you don't you don't need it. You don't need that that stupid sequence everybody puts in. You get the picture. You know. Yeah. So he goes to uh, to the FAO Schwartz toy store. Yeah, the next day. The next day. Which is uh, a super famous toy store in New York. And um, it, it closed down a couple years ago, I believe, that toy yeah, store. I'm but I'm not sure. I could be wrong, but I think I heard that somewhere, that that toy store closed down. It's, um, but no, it's huge, and it's famous for the large piano on the floor, as seen in Big, which we will get to. <laughs> so <laughs> so he's, he's playing laser tag with random kids and yeah. just dancing around this toy store. He's doing all the, all the fun stuff. Just messing around. <laughs> just partying in this toy store. And he gets shot by a kid in laser tag, and he's on the ground spasming, and he looks up, and he sees the boss. Yep. The big what's, boss. What's his name? Millen McMaster? Oh, the, In the movie? Macmillan. Oh, it's the last name. Is, yeah. Okay. I don't know. I didn't catch his first name, but it's Macmillan Toys. So yeah, His last name's Macmillan. Yeah. yeah. You're right. Yeah. Him and his wife uh, run the thing. <laughs> Macmillan. No, okay. <laughs> totally. Yeah, I was gone. Man. Abort. So you um, can't say that word. That's not okay. <laughs> <laughs> While we were watching this film, and they brought out the young daughter, didn't you say you were a f- like, <laughs> firm believer in incredibly late-term abortions? <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, so he's with the boss, and they're so walking around the, the toy yeah. store. They're talking about toys, and they're talking about how kids are what matters, not the yeah. spreadsheets so or anything. So this is a good scene, because the boss asks him a different opinions on toys, and he says, Tom Hanks says, you know, I'm a fan of super late-term abortions. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not dropping this. No, um, so... Damn, dude, this is, like, getting so heavy. This is supposed to be a fun movie. A fun time. And it was. Damn, man. So, so Tom Hanks says some really insightful things about the toys, which is like, hey, you know, this, this hockey table, it used to move back and forth, and now it just rotates. What's up with that? And he's pointing out all these really insightful things about this toys, and the boss is like, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. And then Tom Hanks accidentally steps on a piano. There's this huge piano on the floor. If you've heard anything about this movie, you know about this piano. Yeah. It's it's the scene that made this movie. And Tom Hanks gets on, and the boss gets on, and they start doing a little jam session. Yeah. They do Heart and Souls, and then they do Chopsticks on this. And and I was shocked because um, the the boss he's moving. Oh, he got some air, man. He's he's doing <laughs> yeah. everything Tom Hanks is doing, and he is he is not a young man no. at this point. <laughs> I don't know exactly where he's at, but he's probably in his fifties or sixties. Yeah, this I would point. imagine. Yeah. Um, I think he died when he was 78. I don't know. I'd have to look it up again. But um, You're doing all right, though. He's, he's doing great. He's, he's moving around. He's running, <laughs> and he's, he's hitting those keys. Um, that was the impressive part for yeah. me because, you know, he's, he's really moving. Yeah. So, um, so him and the boss are in tight now, and the boss basically gives him a promotion on the spot. Yeah, man. So, like, you're in data, like, and they make him vice president. Of product development. Of product development. And so he's with Billy just messing around in this yeah. toy paradise. Because he used to play at toys all day. Yeah, because he's the, he's the vice president of development. And Billy asks an incredibly apt question, which is, so if the president dies, do you become president? <laughs> <laughs> so funny. 
Probably do us up. <laughs> so, um, we've, we've kind of seen two characters before kind of splattered through, and now they kind of come into focus. There's, there's Susan and Paul. Yeah. And they're kind of dating, it seems like. Yeah. They're, they're, they're they seen together. They carpool. They're yeah. in the same apartment and whatnot. And uh, Paul's a douchebag. Oh, terrible person. Yeah. Paul is played by John Hurd. Yeah. And um, you've heard of John Hurd. He's even in if, so much stuff. He's, he's, he's like the... He was the dad in, in Home Alone 1 and 2. Yeah. And... He, you know, he plays a family man all right, but he really shines as a douchebag. Yeah. He plays so many douchebags, and he is excellent at it. Yeah. He, he always just hits the nail on the head of, like, just a business guy who doesn't care about anything but, yeah. but you know, his own power and money. Yeah. He does it really well. Yeah. In fact, uh, I don't know. Maybe there's a, there's a Home Alone connection here. Oh, maybe. I don't know. Maybe it's the same guy. Yeah, it could be, man. Could have a Don Draper double life. Oh, get that one. <laughs> oh, it's from Mad Men. Yeah, I didn't remember. watch it. Man. It's okay. And, which is astonishing because I love John Hamm. But, yeah. I know you love John Hamm and yet no uh, Mad Men. I guess there's only one Mad Man good enough for this That's podcast. That's right, man. The Mad Man Mars. Damn right. <laughs> love that guy. <laughs> so, the Mad Man Mars. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, Paul, douchebag of, you know, 1988. Yeah. Um, He's giving a presentation in front of everybody. Um, Tom Hanks is enough of a big wig that he can sit in on this. So he's giving a presentation and he's got charts and sheets and, you know, projection. And meanwhile, while he's, you know, giving out all these statistics, Tom Hanks is playing with a building robot, which objectively does not look fun. No. Um, Falling falling apart. It's kind of falling apart. It has two arms on the side and a spring up head. And if you are a connoisseur of robots that transform as I am... Um, that's no good. Things that spring out like that, like there needs to be some kind of puzzle element. You can't just have it fold out like a piece of paper. You gotta like weave things in and walk. It's it's a piece of garbage, and Tom Hanks knows it. We all know it. So he's he's messing with this thing, and um, and at the end, he asks uh, Paul asks if there are any questions. John heard, and uh, Tom Hanks raises his hand like a kid in class, and he goes, "Yes, I don't get it." <laughs> Because he doesn't. It's all facts and figures and the toys don't. Yeah. You know, he has all these projections. And Tom, and so, you know, Paul's pissed off at this, but Tom Hanks thinks, why don't we make it a bug? You know, yeah. bugs are fun. Like and everyone's like, bug. a bug? Yeah, yeah. giant prehistoric. And they're all talking and, you know, they're all like, yeah, that's a great idea. And, like, nobody at this boardroom has ever heard of the Insecticons, <laughs> which are the insect Decepticons that, you know, came from the planet Cybertron and were oh, on Earth. Right. Now that's a tangent. You want to talk about going off? That that one ain't there, man. The point is, this movie was released in 1988. I believe Transformers in America was 84, and Insecticons came out somewhere between 84 and 86, I believe. I'm not sure, but the point is, Insecticons are old. They're done. It's over. You know, they're they're not past the curve. You know, they're they're not ahead of the curve. I'm with you. Yeah, we got it. Point is, they should have done their research. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I'm going to nitpick this classic movie, which has you know very few actual flaws, and just yeah. you know step on the one thing that they didn't know about the Insecticons. <laughs> yeah, you're right. So insects. Yes, insects. That's about yes. It. Yeah. That's the point. 
and it would be like another eight years till the Beetleborgs would hit the scenes. Oh <laughs> man, Beetle big Borgs. bad Beetleborg. Oh, dude, I love that show. We're trying to exactly transform. Oh man, what a My show! My point has been made. The gauntlet laid down. All right, so, so we can get on with it. Sorry, I have of the, I have two pages of notes here, and about a fourth of one page is just dedicated to the Insecticons. Holy crap, dude! That one, I know. There's something wrong with me. Seriously. So, so Tom Hanks has money, power, and influence, and he's just blowing it in arcade games, Coke machines, a new apartment, and oh, it is, that is a dope ass apartment. If you're a kid in the 1980s, this is your Valhalla. Oh, man. This is where, you know, dreams are made. I want it now in 2018. Come Me too. On, there's, there's very little that's aged. There's a giant Godzilla uh, inflatable doll. There's trampolines. Or perhaps it's not Godzilla. Perhaps it's a intellectual property creatively distinct from Godzilla. I don't know. It's got a basketball hoop, a Coke machine, pinball, yeah, and a trampoline. Oh, man. It's... And he's got a bunk bed. Yeah. He's only one dude. And yeah. Billy's got to get back before 10, but he has a bunk bed anyway. That's the weird thing, though. Because at home, he has bunk beds, right? I think it's the same bunk bed. Not the exact, like, not the same one from his house, but I think it's the same model bunk bed. I don't think so, because the one at home looked like it was, like, wood, and this one's, like, metal. Maybe. Well, I remember red. Yeah. I could be wrong. I don't know, but it's it's really weird. That he... Well, he's comfortable with a bunk bed. A bunk no, bed I know, but, like, how weird is it to have bunk beds without, a, like, a, another person on the other one? That's right, because it's him. And, and then the and then, yeah yeah so I don't know I mean obviously the kid's gonna end up meeting we'll have it. to ask Ann Spielberg one of the writers for this movie I don't know it's kind of weird it just makes you think like super depressing thoughts like was there another kid that died <laughs> I was thinking like the baby kid grow into that well I mean obviously yeah but I mean he's substantially older than the baby right. which means he's probably had his bunk bed for a while well they might have had it like yeah the, the, the crib that. the crib is in their dad's room. No, it's in his room, I think. No, because when he it wasn't his dad's when room. he runs over, he runs past the sister to steal his dad's clothes. Oh, okay. So, so yeah, he's gonna have to share a room with his sister when he's older. No yeah. wonder he wants to skip that. Cause yeah, that's yeah, gonna yeah. be hell. Yeah, <laughs> he's gonna be hitting puberty when his little sister comes in there. Oh man, that's gonna be bad. <laughs> yeah, no, it's uh, none of this is gonna be good. Uh-uh. It's gonna be a shit show. <laughs> so. <laughs> I've looked too deeply into the soul of this film. Yeah, we just gotta get back <laughs> on it, man. <laughs> okay, so we, so he's got a bunk bed, and it's fantastic. Um, so he has this fun montage of all this fun stuff. Yeah. Him and Billy just chilling, doing stupid stuff, and them driving their secretary wild. Um, and he goes to the corporate party. Well, no, before that, he's he writes a letter to his mom. That's right. Yeah. He writes a letter to his mom. I'm and he okay. Says he's, it's like summer. Well, camp. that's during yeah. the that's during the fun montage. Yeah. The fun montage is kind of framed by this letter to mom, where yeah. he's going to Yankee Stadium, doing a whole bunch of fun New yeah. York stuff. And um, so he's trying to like have his parents not freak out as much. Yeah. So he goes to the to the corporate party. Yeah. And everyone there, suit and tie, black, looking real nice. Yeah. Tom Hanks shows up and he's in like a white mariachi getup. Oh man, he's got like the tails and everything. He's got coattails. Oh. All he's missing is an over the top top hat. He's looking dapper, man. He does, yeah. yeah. And, uh, you know, everybody's laughing at him yeah. when he goes down. And, you know, he's still a kid. He still gets embarrassed. You know, yeah. he doesn't know what he's doing. He's winging it. Um, he tries all the food. He doesn't know how to eat, you know. Party's not great, and Susan kind of looks over at Tom Hanks and just suddenly realizes all at once, 
oh my god, that's Tom Hanks. <laughs> and, um, you know, like any woman in this time period, she goes, hmm. Oh, yeah. Hmm. She'd like to... Mama wants it. T. Hanks that in the yeah, morning. That's right, man. Oh, yeah. T. Hanks you, sir. <laughs> <laughs> so, um... Tom Hanks is eating caviar, and it's disgusting. And he spits it out, and they share a corporate car home, and she's trying to talk to well, him. It's a about, limo. It's a limo, that's right. Yeah. They And uh, Tom Hanks, uh, they, he's he's messing around, and she's trying to tell him, Talk you know, the buttons and everything. when you're attracted to somebody, he's, yeah, he's dancing around, yeah. clicking all the toggles, messing with the radio. And she's kind of getting peeved at this, but he opens up the, um, what's it called, the moonroof? I don't know what, what they call yeah, it. like the sunroof? The sunroof, I don't yeah. know. I don't know. What's the difference? I don't know. One it's, of them, like, opens up all the way, and then... The and then one just, of them just has a shade Yeah, it's it. just, like, the glass is there, but... I think so. I, I could be wrong, but I know there's... You sounds right to me. I, it's better than I know. Basically, so. it opens up. It's the kind that opens up. We will bullshit till we run out of words, ladies Amen. and gentlemen. So, so he... Uh, they go through the, the uh, glass ceiling. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, and they see the city and then they hit a bump and they fall down and it's it's really nice and cute and then tom hanks says oh my apartment's right there and she's like oh you know would you like to go there and he's like yeah so they stop at tom hanks apartment and she she starts having second thoughts she says i don't know if i want to do this and tom hanks says do what you know he's a kid and uh <laughs> favorite line in the movie yeah because this seems like something that i've done in real life like perhaps exaggerated but not you know not far from the truth. So she's like, you know, and two people, you know, spend the night, you know, it might not be something I really, you know, should be doing. And Tom Hanks says, oh, like a sleepover? And she says, well, yeah. And he says, okay, but I get to be on top. <laughs> <laughs> Referring, of course, to the bunk bed. Yeah. So they walk through and she sees his, his apartment and it's, and it's glorious. Oh, you know. It's the best place ever. It's fantastic. It's just all fun and trampolines and and it takes her a while. It takes Tom Hanks a while, but he finally coaxes her to get on the trampoline. And they start having a lot of fun. Yeah. It's bouncing up and down. If you've ever had a trampoline, it's a fantastic experience. Or a friend that has a trampoline, as it's I tra did. Because <laughs> I was living in an apartment. There was no trampolines for me. But Dutch had a trampoline. Dutch did have a trampoline, <laughs> and his fat ass broke every one. <laughs> you ever been on a trampoline and springs just start popping off? Because that happened to me. <laughs> I wasn't even grown yet. I was 16 years old, and I saw springs popping off, and I had to crawl to the edge. <laughs> like a bitch. I didn't want to go under and get wrapped up in trampoline. <laughs> it's like when you're on ice and it starts breaking. No, that's exactly what it was like. I like spread flat, slowly inching my way to the corner. And as I was, more springs were popping. Oh, man. This trampoline was like three or four feet off the ground, and every now and then I'd bounce, and my feet would hurt because I'd hit the ground. Damn. Wow. He's a fat kid. Yeah. Now I'm a fat man. Yeah. <laughs> so. I can't feel you, man. 
almost broke, broke my leg broken jumping on it with you. <laughs> He's like a bull in a china shop, man. I broke my cousin's leg on a trampoline. <laughs> I snapped it back. <laughs> I'm not surprised, man. We were both kids, and like I'm only like three years older than him, but that three years was like a foot and a hundred pounds, and it was. <laughs> so I got lucky. It's so bad. No, it it didn't snap. It bent the wrong way. No, and we were just jumping, and we were laughing, and suddenly he just dropped to the ground and started screaming. And I didn't know why. That's just so shrieking at the top of his lungs, and I was like, Auntie, Mom, something's wrong with you. <laughs> <laughs> so the hyperextension is what happened. I, you know what? To this day, I, for some reason, I didn't ask, So what happened when... You know, I broke your leg on the trampoline. <laughs> I figure if it was hyperextension, it would have been pretty obvious. Because you see stuff going the wrong way. Right. I didn't see anything. We were jumping, he went down, started screaming. Wow. <laughs> you have a lot of fun there, obviously. Right. Yeah. Uh, so, back in the movie... <laughs> Nobody broke their legs. How are you not laughing? <laughs> That's because we're talking about the trampoline, right? Tomas doesn't think it's funny that a human <laughs> being is <laughs> Yeah, I'm here watching this, like... Wow. I learned a Stop lot. Stop laughing! I'm learning a lot today. <laughs> Alright, we're professionals... Moving on. No, we're not. <laughs> this, will, so, this won't make it into the podcast. Sure it will. I'll just delete it. So. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. So they're on the trampoline. No one's leg breaks. Tom Hanks goes off to the side to brush his teeth. Yeah. And um, when he comes back, uh, Susan. Oh, yeah, man. I don't know if I brought that up that, her, that this was Susan from the beginning. But uh, this is this is Susan, yeah. And yeah. Susan, she's... Uh, She's lying in that movie pose, which means oh, it's about right. to go down. She's ready. It's like how someone would lay on a piano. If yeah. They were, you know, it, and she's wearing like a sports jersey. She wants and, the business. Yeah. On the bottom half of the bunk bed. Damn it. And uh, Tom Hanks just runs up to the top bunk. Yeah, hops up. Yeah. Like he said, he wants to be on top, right? Which yeah. is also very similar to something I've done in my life. <laughs> However, I'd never go to the top bunk because those arms would snap and that woman would be, <laughs> so, be an incident. Her leg would break at the very least. Oh. So, <laughs> also known as an incredibly extreme late-term abortion. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so, Tom Hanks is at the top of the bunk bed. He pops his head down. He's got two fists out. He's like, pick one. So she, she picks one. There's nothing in it. And he pops back up and says, "Pick one." And she picks one. And he opens up the other one like a kid, you know. And there's nothing in it. And then she hands it. He hands it to her. He's like, "It's a glow-in-the-dark compass, so you can find your way." And it's super sweet and cute and something only like an adorable kid would do. Yeah. And she's just kind of going to bed, wondering what the hell. Yeah. What is, What is wrong with this guy? <laughs> the morning, Tom's gonna think she wet the bed. <laughs> He doesn't know. (laughs) You're a monster. (laughs) I'm running on three hours of sleep. Yeah. And it seems to be working today. You're doing good. Yeah, man. So, um, 
So after they finish with the scene I call the trampoline of passion, um, Paul invites uh, Josh for squash. Yeah. So they go. That's the name of it. For very rich people, I think I, it was I squash. Said racquetball. It's the same shit. It might have been racquetball. They the had two shit? paddles that they were slapping a ball against the wall with. Something like that. <laughs> You're very lucky. So they were, you know, going back and forth and whatnot. So they're they're having this thing, and uh, and Josh Josh doesn't know how the game works, and he gets an explanation briefly, and a little bit through this game, uh, Paul cheats. Yeah, and he wants, and you know, because Josh starts to catch up. Josh starts to catch up, and Paul realizes it, so he he cheats. He changes the rules, and he says, "No, that's not one of the rules. I I never said that." When you know, so Josh is like, "That's not fair. You're a cheater." He's like, "Give me the ball." This is not fair. You're a cheat, and they start fighting in public, like you know, they're and it, they're like kids fighting. Yeah, it's great because they're like dancing around. He's holding the ball out, not letting him have it, and they're just going. Going back and like forth. Wrestling and, and stuff. Yeah. He ends up punching Tom Hanks in the face. <laughs> I don't know. I think it's off screen. Yeah. Yeah, it is. But um, Susan's putting them together, and then she immediately goes and, and breaks up breaks up with Paul. Yeah. And Paul brings up how, you know, he's just another link in the chain of men, you know. And she's like, this one's different. He's, like, you know, he's an adult. Yeah, and she's like, he's a grown-up. Yeah, he's <laughs> yeah. a grown-up. So, um... Josh takes her to the carnival. And they're having a great time at the carnival. And side note, yes. Josh is really great at carnival games because right. her arms are full of stuffed animals. That's right. She's got a bunch of stuffed animals. Yeah. And I don't know if you've been to a carnival. Yeah. They are hard to they're come by. They're rigged. <laughs> like, so, well, then again, he's got a really expensive job and nothing but disposable income to just throw at True. You know, toys. So maybe it was just he brute forced it. We're just going to give it to him now. I mean, yeah, maybe. Win. Well, see, this is what I came up with. Like, he is surprisingly coordinated for somebody who, like, yeah. you know, you think you need to adjust to your body? Yeah. You just end it, man. He yeah, no, he's, he's got it, you know. He's like a baby giraffe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's ready. So, I also think it's interesting, and it's also a very good point in the movie, so you see where Tom Hanks stands. They're, they're walking down the pier. She's got arms filled with stuffed animals, and they walk right past the Zoltar machine. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't even see it. Assumably, like, the Zoltar machine. Yeah. Presumably. And, uh... What's the question? Does he have to find the exact same one? I don't know. I'm just curious. I have no idea. <laughs> I, I don't know how Zoltar works. I don't know <laughs> where it is. It's, uh, it's very troubling. Yeah. You know, that that's out there somewhere. Yeah. I don't know. I don't want to find it. Yeah. I want to find it. I want to see what I can do with that thing. <laughs> I don't know. For 25 cents? <laughs> well, and... It's a dollar now. <laughs> and you have to have the skill to, to aim it and get it into, you know, roll yeah. it down the thing so That's that true. it lands in his mouth. Yeah. So, so they walk past there, and then they, they're at, like, kind of this, uh, this little dance space where yeah. there's a live band playing, and uh, they, they slow dance... And they kiss more. Yeah. And uh, we find out Josh is pretty much, he's, he's in. You know, he's going to be an adult. Yeah, he's um, almost kicked in. They, they meet at, uh, at a room. I don't know whose place it is. I, maybe hers. I don't know. They meet somewhere and, uh, and it gets hot and heavy. 
and uh, it's it's on. Well, it's it's on uh, Josh's birthday. He blows off Billy. And then That's right. He meets he, up with her later. He blows off Billy on his birthday to get blown off. Yeah, man. His so, birthday sucks. Good for him. That's right. He's 13 now. Yeah, man. He's a man. <laughs> so, so, yeah, he's... Uh, and then it's a great transition to them, you know, staring deeply and her taking off her shirt. And then immediately just the elevator door opening and Tom Hanks just sprinting out. Like, yeah, like shivers everything. So happy. Woo! <laughs> so, um... So, you know, we have we have another little montage of him adulting. Yeah. You know, just doing adult stuff and really just getting accustomed. One of my favorite things is he's at an adult party filled mm. with adults and he's putting on a good show and then a kid comes out asking for algebra help. And Tom Hanks is like, I know algebra. And he goes and he helps the kid and that yeah. only endears him more to people. So, you know, and, and Tom Hanks gets the idea to work on this little motion comic thing. Well, they tell him to come up with it. Yeah. He comes up with a choose-your-own-adventure comic, mm-hmm. and uh, he's working on it, and Susan's going to help him present it, because he doesn't know anything about the adult parts of it. Yeah. So he just has the idea and the concept, and that's what he's going to run with, and she's like, I'll do, you know, I'll help do everything else. And he's like, okay. Yeah. So, you know, just like every other man in the 80s, it was a woman doing all the work. Yeah. That's how it goes. And him getting all the credit for the idea. Yeah. So, while they're working on this, she kind of looks at him and says, what is this? Like, what is what is us? What is our relationship? Is this an affair? Is this, you know? Yeah. And he slaps her with a magazine. Yeah, domestic violence, man. And it works. <laughs> uh, no, he, he playfully taps her with a magazine, and she throws a magazine at him, and the next thing, they're rolling on the floor. So, you yeah. know. We also know this as changing the subject. <laughs> ah. And he successfully deflected. Yeah. That's now. right. So, um, you know, they fight. It goes all right. And um, meanwhile, Billy, yeah. ostracized and alone, gets the list yeah, the, the, from the public works department or wherever they were waiting yeah. for. The place with the blueprints. Department of Public Affairs? It yeah. took a while. Yeah. It took about six weeks. And they've been big for a while. It's like six weeks, thing. Yeah. It's a long time. Yeah. yeah. So, you know. So he has the list of where Zoltar is going to be. Yeah. And, uh, and Tom Hanks won't take his calls. No. Because he's busy being an adult. Yeah, he's actually working. <laughs> yeah. So, so Billy has to storm down there, yeah. run past the secretary to get in there, and Tom Hanks is even too busy to talk with him. Yeah. He's on the phone, and, and Billy and him have a blowout argument. Yeah. Which ends with Billy telling him, here's where Zoltar is going to be, slaps it down, and storms out and says, by the way, I'm three months older than you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and and Billy's left feeling pretty bad. Yeah. Where where does does Billy tell Susan? Where where does that happen? That happens way way later. Way later. Because what happens next is that Josh, you know, after the Billy thing, he starts yeah. to like you know think about kid stuff. You yeah. Know, he plays have, the the computer. We game. have another we have another kind of of montage thing of him yeah. going through his old thing, watching kids play and leaves, play stickball. Yeah. You know, all the things he'd like to do. He plays his old computer game. So, like, assumably or presumably, he beats that wizard that yeah. turned him into an ice cube at the beginning of the game, and. Uh, so he, he misses his childhood. Yeah. And, um, and I think after that montage, that's when he tells her? Yeah, he's telling her that he's a kid. So yeah. he, 
he takes Susan aside and he says, I, I have something to tell you and you're not going to like it. And I didn't want to tell you, but I have to tell you. And uh, I'm a kid. You know, yeah. I can't handle this. And she takes this as he's saying he's immature and can't do an actual yeah. relationship or she thinks that he's married. Yeah, as a family. You know, standard things. But he says, you know, I'm I'm 13 years old, you know. Yeah. Or, you know, I'm a kid. I'm only, you know, yada, yada, yada. And they go back and forth and it's an argument and it doesn't go well. And, and they part ways. And she still needs to present his presentation in yeah. the morning. Very professional of her. Yeah. And, uh... Tom Hanks kind of just washes his hands of adult life at that point. Yeah, because during the presentation, yeah, uh, his, Paul's being a dick. Yeah. <laughs> he does the, I don't get it. <laughs> his his only connection to to adulting is her. Mm. That's the reason he's sticking around. Yeah, you know, which I think is the only reason men adult. Amen. <laughs> because women want them to adult, yeah. so men have to adult. Exactly. <laughs> there might be something in there about personal accomplishment, pride, and whatnot, but nah. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> Maybe I should rephrase because Tomas is here adulting all by yeah, himself 24 7. Yeah. 26 8, Tomas is adulting. <laughs> there ain't enough hours in the day for what you do. Yeah. All right, so in the middle of the presentation, Josh takes off because yes. he's going to go to the Zoltar machine. He's going to go find Zoltar. Yeah. And uh, and Susan is like, the ass, man. Yeah. <laughs> she tries to finish it, but her heart's not in it. Yeah, well, and it's, I think that's when it clicks in her head, like, you know, because uh, Paul asked the question, well, who's going to spend $20 on a comic book? Yeah. Right. And then she's like, oh, shit. I'm like, oh, yeah. So she runs after him, and then she runs into Billy, who's buying a hot dog. Yeah. And then Billy presumably says oh he's at this place yeah so she she runs down and uh tom tom hanks gets to the zoltar uh he notices it's plugged in which is an interesting interesting little thing he unplugs it so it will work yeah which i really like i think that that's really because earlier when he saw the zoltar it wasn't plugged in and it got his wish and then it was plugged in and it didn't seem as magical it was just kind of stuck there and he unplugged it and started hitting it yeah. That's the steps. You can't have power going to it, and you have to slap it, you know, a lot. Yeah. Yeah. This is the 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 ritual that summons the Zoltar demon. <laughs> you know, you have to remove the power source and, you know, use the spite of man. You know, yeah. there's some other steps that Tom Hanks just stumbled into, and then yeah. you get the chance to apply your skills to get the wish. Yeah. So Tom Hanks makes another wish, lands it in Zoltar, lands the quarter in uh, Zoltar's mouth, and... Uh, he leaves the card in there because Susan shows up. Yeah. And she's kind of freaking out because what's done cannot be undone. Yeah. And she believes him now that he's a kid, and she asks him how old he is, you know, 15, 16. He's like, I'm 13. And she's like, oh, no, because, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and then the, the funny... statutory goes both ways. <laughs> and then the funny part, too, that makes me laugh. He's like, you can come with me. And she's like, fuck that. Yeah. <laughs> You know, Zoltar's right there. You can get a wish, you know. Because anybody that's an adult realizes going back sucks. No way, man. So, she, Susan drives him to uh, his house. 
you know, he gets there, he's still in his tie and business suit. That's another thing I'd like to bring up. Throughout this movie, Tom Hanks' wardrobe is changing. He goes from dressing like yeah. a child to more and more like an adult. To the very end, he is dressed completely suit and tie, 100% yeah. professional. So it's good visual cues so that we know where the character stands. Yeah. So he comes out of his car. Oh, another great thing. When he runs out of the elevator earlier... He's been getting Cheetos and soda and all this stuff from his secretary, but when he bursts out of the elevator after the night of, uh, you know, after the fair, um, he tells his secretary to bring him black coffee. Yeah. You know, as professional as it gets as far as coffee goes. Yeah. So, um, you know, just another really subtle transition. Well, it's not that subtle, but, you know, it's better than saying, I'm an adult now and I will do adult things. You yeah. know, it's just... Coffee, black, you know, and yeah. you know. So, so she she drives him there, and he walks off, and they kind of look back and forth at each other, and eventually, during one of the cuts, he is a child in an adult suit. Yeah. Which, you know, it's kind of a metaphor for the whole thing, you know, a child doesn't ah. fit in an adult suit. And um, another thing I like is when he, he runs inside, he still has his suit on, and, um, you know, they give each other one last smile. Yeah. And then she's got to book it, because there's a kidnapper around. Yeah. And, like, you know, if she's there when the kid shows up, you know, they can track her license plate and find out that there's a guy in the city who Social Security didn't line up that she was with for a while, and she's she's in all kinds of legal trouble. Yeah, she's in deep shit. Yeah. Like, he gets to go back to being a kid, she's got to clean up the mess. Exactly. Like every other woman in the 80s. So, so um... You know, he's, uh, but when he runs inside, it's it's pretty much the last shot of the movie. His shoes don't fit him, so his shoes are left out there, you know. Mm-hmm. Another really cool thing, you know, he's, he's leaving it behind. Yeah. And he runs in, and, uh, you know, he's in his house, and then his, you know, he's like, Mom, I'm home. Then the next shot is completely fanciful and really dumb to me. He and his friend are singing their same song going down the street. And we all know that that mom is never letting that kid out of the house again. <laughs> like, he ain't going nowhere without somebody looking over his shoulder. But, um, yeah, and then Heart and Soul starts playing. Credits roll. That was big. And it was a much better movie than you would think from me talking about it. Um <laughs> It has... Yeah, it's one you gotta watch. You really... Ha- it's, it's filled with with childish glee. It's yeah. just... It's fun. It's not... It's not really made for anything but entertainment purposes. Yeah. But it's very well made. And it's very enjoyable. It's, yeah. It's, it's a great what-if story. It's my favorite Tom Hanks movie. Really? Yeah, man. Out of good all stuff. of them? Yeah. Over Terminal? Yeah, man. Terminal's good one. That's underrated. <laughs> I, I was joking. Oh, it's actually pretty good. I've never seen Terminal. Oh, I man, it's pretty good. Um, pretty good. Over the Toy Story? Yeah, man. Really? I, well, it's like, I watched this movie as a kid, and I really liked it. And I just, I don't know, it just always makes me happy when I watch it, you know? That might be it. Yeah. Part of it. That yeah. makes stuff, makes stuff good. Yeah, man. It's Tom Hanks. How do you not love Tom Hanks? <laughs> I have a big Yeah, yeah Tom Hanks. Yeah. All right. So okay. we're going to grade this? Yeah. He's like, F plus. <laughs> you guys go first. I need to think about it. Right. Let's go B. Fine. 
But you know, I'm gonna go with an A plus. You're gonna go with an A plus. You know what I mean? Like, you know, well, especially for me, you get them tucking on the heartstrings. You know, like when I first watched this movie, my grandma showed it to me. You know, so I'm like, oh, this is great. And she's dead, so when I watch it, I'm like, oh, you know, and I can think about my grandma. So that's sorry helps about me. your grandma and her ridiculously late term abortion. <laughs> <laughs> no, but A plus, man, this movie's awesome. Um, I love it so much. It just instantly makes me happy. When I grade a movie. It doesn't need to be a cinematic masterpiece to get a high grade. It has to be good for what it is. Like, if if you're a a shitty old horror movie, yeah. you know, I'm not expecting you to have, you know, expert camera work. Like, what what are you and what do you do? And that's how you get a grade. And I'm trying to think of what where this movie falters with what it is. Yeah. Um, I'd say that there's just a lot of there's just a couple like plot holes here it's and just there. Things this, are kind of convenient. This steamrolls, but you know, yeah. so does the Dark Knight. So you know, um, yeah, I'm gonna go with a B. All right. Yeah, yeah, I like this movie. It was really good. Um, the only the only thing is like there was no moment where I was like rolling or super entertained. It was entertaining throughout, and it had a lot of things that made me smile. Yeah. But there was there was no just gut punch of humor for me yeah. there was well there was when you broke your cousin's leg that got me going <laughs> <laughs> oh remember that scene in big when he broke his cousin's leg oh man so yeah that was um that's big that's big that was big yeah that was big alright All right. well I'll see you guys next time bye have a good one yeah man I'll talk to you later okay. now Andy's dad yeah